Second and victory. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Second and Victory Podcast. I am Austin Nelson. Happy you guys are back joining us. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, as always, Mr. Brett Bachelor, Mr. Chris Carter. What's up, guys? Yes, How's sir. It going? Great. How are y'all? Good. Hoping the Preds can win another second game in a row. Doing real good. It's time to it's time for the Preds to get hot. Come play. Yes. Time. We're getting yeah. there. It's, about that it's time. time to fill up Broadway again for the playoffs. Yeah. No, man, I'd love that. I would want that atmosphere in Nashville again. Mm, so man, and they were going to do it if the Titans made a run, too. Yeah, it was going to happen. Yeah, that'd have been dope. Yeah, that'd been real cool. But you just had to, you know, open that band aid back up, bro. I, I, I was I'm over sorry. it, man. I'm sorry. I was, sorry. Over, I was over it. I was. I'm I was sorry. Already, I was already moved on to mock, mock drafts, dude. You just had to do it. We'll scoot back to the Predators talk then. That's right. Uh, no, happy, happy that you guys are here. Happy we're doing this again. Uh, before we hop in it, um, I want to stop it. And, uh, you know, if you're a longtime listener, we appreciate it, all the support. Um, but if you're not, make sure you are telling all your friends and, and coworkers, Titan friends, your followers on Twitter about our podcast. Uh, we're trying to build this brand up even bigger than what it is now. We appreciate all your support. Um, we are brought to you by broadwaysportsmedia.com and 440 Sports. Broadway Sports Media, I tell you guys this all the time, it's the best place to go to to get all the latest Titans news, coverage, as well as, you know, we just mentioned it, Nashville Predators and Nashville SC. A lot of good stuff about Nashville SC on there right now. Um, and like you said, Chris, before this, the number one team in the league, is that correct? Power rankings, number one, yep. How, all right, there you go. The hottest team in the league. So go get your national SC coverage on broadwaysportsmedia.com. And make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at Second and Victory. Um, you'll see that we got a new logo today. Shout out to Chris for that, dude. A fire logo. Well, I was trying to rebrand and do some new stuff. So I like I like it. I think it, it fits us well. Um, and Chris surprised us with Evolution, the right? Evolution. That's it. We had no idea it was coming from Chris. Well, I told you. I mean, I, I, put, I posted a picture a few weeks ago. I was at a wedding downtown. It was at the Bridge Building. For those that listen to the podcast or familiar with Nashville, um, on the uh, pedestrian bridge, there is a, a building beside it that connects to the bridge called the Bridge Building. And um, I was down there for a, we- a wedding rehearsal, and I just kind of drove by. I was like, dude, since I'm here, there's nobody down here. I had It was it was the uh, the night before the um, Preds Lightning game, the stadium series. So it was all set up pretty cool. I got to see all that. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to stop and take pictures of the street signs that we got our name off of the the uh, – so I thought it was pretty cool. So yeah, fun fact, I actually uh, actually used that picture as a frame of reference for the design. Took some creative liberties, obviously. Cool. Um, I think it has victory, the victory sign on the top and Second Avenue on the bottom. <clears> so <throat> took some creative liberties, but that was my reference point. So oh, It looks great. So very, very cool. And uh, thanks for doing that. So, um, But, guys, not a really whole lot going on right now around the league. Pretty slow. Pretty slow <laughs> yeah. To, pretty slow it's the slowest day in a while, honestly. In all seriousness, like, has, has there been a bigger day for quarterbacks than today? What happened today? The only has other day. like that? The only other day 
was just because nobody expected the Lions Rams trade to happen. Like when it did, that's the only one I can think of. But today is technically is bigger than the other one. And like that just happened last year. It's like it's back to back years. These kind of things have happened. And maybe yeah. that's the way the league's going now. Maybe we're, I mean, th- nobody's afraid to make these big time moves anymore. Like I'm here to. for it, man. It's fun. It's like baseball, <laughs> those blockbuster trades at the deadline. I'm all here for it. Even NBA. I, we know yeah, I was yeah. about to say, I know we're, we're all NBA fans, and that the trade deadline is always one of the most fun times of the year. I love it. In the NBA. So Except when start- the Lakers don't make any moves. Well, listen, Palenka, Palenka made his bed uh, when he traded yeah. Russell Westbrook back, yeah. you know, back before the season. So that's one thing. And has not uh, panned out at all. Nope. Not even close. It's tough watching Lakers games. I'm not even a Lakers fan. It is, man. Watching those games. But my guy Braun Braun with 56 of the night. Sorry for those. Hey, LeBron. and your guy Tatum the other night, too. Brian Hooping. Say so Chris's guy Jaw. Celtics might make a run this year, man. I'm excited. Celtics Grizzlies finals, Chris. You trying to go? Oh, man. I will be there. <laughs> I will you. be there. I'll be in green, but I'm with you. Um, so let's start with the Aaron Rodgers news. Let's start, let's back it up a few weeks where the report is Aaron Rodgers is buying land in Tennessee, right outside Nashville and Franklin. And then, dude, rumors are flying. Before you go any further, uh, I've actually – I kind of knew a little bit about that because uh, random story, story for another day, but picked up a hitchhiker. um, (laughs) I forgot about this. Got some some information that uh, he's actually – he used to be a trainer, and he was at the game with Keith Bullock. Um, They're friends. So, we – you know, all that happened – uh, but found out Clay Matthews bought some land. I've heard it's part of Jay Cutler's land that he bought. Um, and I heard that he was buying it with several former Packers teammates. So didn't know it was Rogers, but I knew that that was in the works. Uh, so just wanted to get that out there. Now it's, so now we know it's, it's Clay Rogers. And I think Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb. Yeah. Yeah. And again, yep. I mean, is it actually true? Who knows? But I think the most wild thing about this entire thing is that you picked up a hitchhiker. <laughs> it was, you know, felt sorry for the guy. And uh, it, what and, a great story you got out of it, though. Yeah, ended up he's uh, he's good friends with Mark Mariani and and Keith Bullock. Was at the game with Keith Bullock, so that's pretty cool. Pretty this cool. was the evening after the playoff game. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Rogers is buying land in Nashville, and then the Titans fans, the speculations, the rumors swirl, and it gets picked up by the local radio. Everybody's calling in about it, and Chris, I, I mean, uh, Brett, I know you're probably getting a bunch of calls at the station about it. Yeah, and so that's happening, and then the combine happens uh, this last week, and there's rumors there about how Tennessee's interested, Denver's interested, the Green Bay Packers still want him back. Here's the contract he'll get. It's what he wants. Just a lot of things going on. But there were too many rumors, honestly, for my liking. Not even my liking, but just too many rumors that the Titans were interested. They were linked to Aaron Rodgers. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, here we go again. It was Brady. It was Manning. Now it's Rodgers. (laughs) What's happening? Um, But all that can be put to rest now. I think, and I don't know, I want to get y'all's thoughts about it, it was always – he was always going with the Packers. I think the retirement was a bunch of bullshit. I think he was never going to retire. It was, it was the Packers no matter what, and it's, it's done with. The reports of four years, 200 mil, all guaranteed, were not true. I don't know what he'll end up getting. I mean, uh, Aaron even tweeted that himself. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a team-friendly deal so they can get Devontae back and probably some other pieces. Because um, as it sits right now, I mean, they're going to lose some, some guys to free agency. 
But what are your thoughts on all that? I think, man, to be honest with you, it, for me, it was Green Bay all the way. But if they did something to make him mad, then he would have gone to Denver. Mm-hmm. I think his first choice is to stay. If they, if you know, if you do me wrong, if we don't do what I think we need to have done, I'm going to Denver. But the, the Titans thing to me was never going to happen. Um, and to be honest with you, the Tom Brady thing was kind of real. We know the Peyton Manning thing had some traction to it. This one to me had no traction to it, despite what some people said. There was to me, it was never going to happen. And so, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm not shocked. And I want to give a shout out, major shout out to the to the guy Pat McAfee who got to release it. Well deserved too. And Pat's a good guy. And so to, for him to be able to release it uh, was really cool. But like I said before, he is either Green Bay or Denver, but the first option was always going to be Green Bay. Yeah, I'm right there with, with both of you. I think I think it was always going to be Green Bay. I thought he'd be back for at least another year there, probably a couple. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see uh, how they they change up their their roster. Obviously, they're they're kind of we know the cap's fake, but they're in what would be considered cap purgatory in 2022. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they rework everything and and hang on to Devonte Adams and and all of those things too. Yeah, and then I think the long-term deal too is kind of um, kind of crazy um, that he wants the four-year deal. If that's what it is, maybe it's not. Um, I did see one tweet that said something about even if it's a four-year deal, it's going to effectively be a year-to-year thing. That makes sense. So. That makes sense. But I, I don't see now. Now that this has happened, I don't see Rodgers ever playing for another team. Like I don't think this is going to happen no. next year. We're we're going to talk mm-hmm. about Denver or a, a Titans or somebody like that. I think it's, it's Green the, Bay or nothing now. And by the time it happens again, Trey Lance is already going to be the certified starter in San Francisco, so they're not going to give him up to go back home for him either. No, and I think now, and it was scrolling through Twitter today, and Chris, I know you saw my tweet, but now this kind of just makes you even scratch your head more about the whole Jordan Love pick. Um, Trading up for him and just do poor kid. Listen, the thing is, he's only 23, too. He's got a lot of of, – He won't be 24 until November. I mean, over halfway through the season. Exactly. Um, It just makes it even more interesting. Maybe things at at that time – because we knew then that the the Rodgers and Packer had kind of a, a, a bruised relationship. And, and things were, were, were heading out the door, but they've found a way to fix it since. And uh, it just makes you now think, what are they going to do with Jordan Love? Like, you got to let that man free. Don't let you got to trade him. You got to trade get him. Get something for him. You got to think a team, and this is off the top of my head, a team like the Texans, Washington, um, a, a team, Washington, the Commanders, the Commanders. We hadn't even talked about that. <laughs> it's still weird to say. The Commanders, um, Maybe it seemed like the Panthers. I know there's been a lot of talk about Darnold. Um, but anyway. You're in the name for every quarterback at this point. You, you, I mean, you, you can make an argument for a few teams that need a quarterback that Jordan Love. And, and I was high on Jordan coming out of college. I watched a lot of – I'm worried about this, but I bet on a lot of Utah State games that year. Um, so, I followed him quite a bit that season. I like Ron Slay. I thought he was solid. Um. So, yeah, they got to get something for him. Uh, don't let him just sit on the bench, hold him hostage, and, and, and let him collect dust. Um, so, we'll see what they do there. But going back to – I want to talk about this. The other thing was, was you know, the crazier news today was Russell Wilson getting traded from the Seattle Seahawks to the Denver Broncos. And Denver said, you know what, we need a quarterback <laughs> in this division. We'll give you everything. Literally <laughs> everything. So, here's what they do. Here's the deal today. <clears throat> Two first-round picks, 
two second round picks, a fifth round pick, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and Shelby Harris. The Broncos received Russell Wilson in a fourth round pick. Yeah, Seattle said, we'll give you a fourth rounder to go along with it. I bet the Denver was like, listen, look, we're giving you everything. Like, just give, slide, give in, a, us just slide in a fourth round pick just to make it seem Dude, like we got something back. I can't believe they gave up Noah Fant. I really can't. Because, well, I mean, who's, do we know who they're, I, I don't off the top of my head who they're tied uh, in behind. I is. have no idea how to say his last name, but it's Albert, Albert O. The kid, the guy from Missouri. Um, yeah. And it, they had Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett's set to hit the, the market, um, maybe a tight end for the Titans to, to, to sign. But he was always leaving. So that is why they get no fans. It's a good move for them on that end, Seattle on that end. Um, but also getting rid of Drew Locke and Shelby Harris. It's just one of those trades, like, it's like a Madden trade. Yeah. You really, like, really think that's going to happen. And it happened. And that was nuts. <sighs> I mean, that's what they needed, though. I mean, they have a fantastic roster, a fantastic roster. So, I mean, if, I, if they I'm can run sure. the ball. I'm not sure who tweeted it today, but somebody talk, was talking on Twitter about how internally the Broncos have always uh, had this what-if situation going on where they drafted Brock Osweiler over Russell Wilson, and obviously mm-hmm. that's always been a regret. So they're trying to trying to make amends, uh, you know, maybe when well, – Win a Super Bowl with him. And and if Seattle decided like two and a half years ago to rebuild rather than now and Denver traded for him then, then there's no telling what they could have been like. But Russ is still good enough to get them to where they need to be. Russ is 33. He's still got yeah. – He can play – he's got five more years, I think, of at good least, football. At yeah. least, for sure. Uh, he takes care of his body really well. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely durable there. Um I mean, the AFC quarterbacks just get tougher. We taught we were thinking Dude. that that Rogers could have been there in Denver, but now it's Russell Wilson coming here. Think about that division for a second. Yeah, Derek, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. Derek Carr is a good quarterback, and he's easily the worst quarterback in that division. There are going to be so many AFC easily the worst matches. quarterback in that division. easily. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's so, crazy. Yeah, some would argue, some would argue Russell Wilson. His, no, he's better. Russell's better. Play over the last couple of years, but you could talk about the improvement of Derek Carr, though. Derek Carr's been balling. Yeah. He has. He, he yeah. might get paid this offseason it's a good again. Um, I think Russell's but, still a healthy Russell, still a top five quarterback in the NFL. I'd give him that upper hand too. I agree. Yeah. Um, His deep ball of, is still insane. So AFC West matchups on national television. This Dude, uh, a lot of Raiders, Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs. That first opening Thursday night football game, I want it to – I wish it would be Chiefs-Broncos. I really well, cool. do. The cool part but, about this year is that the uh, Seahawks go to Den- – or the, the Broncos go to Seattle this year. Yep. The Broncos also come to Nashville this year. They do. And the Titans play the AFC West this season. So, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing, though. Ryan Tannehill, since being the Titans starter, is 4-0 against those quarterbacks. The only guy he had dude, played is Justin Herbert. But, dude, that's, that's the thing, man. Like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. We can get into that another time, but like, bro, he's done his job in Nashville, man. Tannehill has, he's turned this thing around. I've been telling a lot of, I don't think I've said it to you guys yet on the podcast, but he he gets the job done the regular season. He's he's won the division twice. He's won double digit games back to back years. He can get the job done. He's just AFC championship game. He's not closing. And, and in the playoffs, in the playoffs. Is it a Tannehill thing? Is it, uh, I don't have enough weapons around me. 
hey, 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 breaking news, breaking news, Tom Pelissero, y'all ready for this? The Titans are signing Harold Landry to a five-year, $87.5 million extension with $52.3 million guaranteed. Wow. Just now. Breaking just news now. on the breaking podcast. News. Look oh, at wow. that. That's, that's the first sick. time that's happened to us, I think. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Let's it go. Goes, dang, man. I mean, that's sick. That's a, what, 16, Ooh. 17, uh, 16 and a half? It's right up there. Like it's that? right up there with bud numbers. Yeah. You're pretty much paying them about the same amount. Wow. That is sick. Five oh, years, 87.5 million. Wow. 10, 10, year, 10 million a year, <laughs> guaranteed. Wow. So the Titans have over 30 mil next season in outside linebackers. Better have you better have 25 million sacks next season. And uh they gotta pay Jeffrey Simmons soon. Yeah. AJ Brown soon. Speaking of Jeffrey Simmons, we did find out the fifth year option number for him today. Um, so we're looking at about 10.7 million for that fifth year. So that means in 2023. You'll be paying a combined forty million, forty-two million to three of your defensive front men. Oh, we've never done breaking news on the podcast. Where I think oh, That's... I we know how to act right now. <laughs> oh, man, I'm I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. Nobody wanted here to leave. That's something we're going to get. We're getting later in the podcast. I don't think the tag was ever a realistic option. They're all, they always want to get a long term deal done. Um, I don't think they also wanted to risk losing Harold Landry based off the production he did last year and how much he meant to the offense uh, defense. I'm sorry. Um, and, and the thing about Hero too, y'all. I don't. It's not talked about enough, but he doesn't miss a lot of games. Dude, he's missed one game. He's always out there. So, why? I mean, yeah. you're getting your bang for your buck there at that point. Now it's just the production that comes with it, uh, the pressures, the tackles for loss, that kind of thing. Um, he deserved the contract based off last season's numbers. A pro bowler. Absolutely. So, I mean, and his sack, pretty his much sack a, numbers have gone up every year. And it's pretty much a guarantee if he would have walked, Titans would have walked away with a third-round comp pick because um, somebody was going to pay him. Yes, Agreed. Harold Landry, back wow. in Nashville. Right, right in the middle of the podcast. Another five years. And I'll be interested now to see year-by-year year breakdown uh, when the out would be. Um, if there's an out in it, I would assume there is. Uh, if you look at John Robinson's history of contracts, there's always an out at some point. Um, so, uh, per, per Buck Rising, $1 million annually more than Bud Dupree. He wanted to be the highest paid player in the room. He is now the highest paid player in the room. In the room. Facts. Facts. Well, hey, okay. we said at the beginning of the podcast, right before we hopped on, we heard behind the scenes that a few people felt a deal was on the way. And it happened. So wild. Wild, wild, wild. All right. Well, I do want to talk about some guys that did get tagged this uh these last couple of days. Yeah. Some tight ends that we thought might hit the market. They did not, and that's David and Joku, Mike Gesicki, and Dalton Schultz. Um, all three tight end options that you know I'm, I'm, the three of us talked about David and Joku a lot and thought that made a lot of sense uh for the Titans. Browns ended up tagging him. Same thing with the Dolphins with Gesicki. I never thought that was a realistic option, to be honest with you guys. And I wasn't really the highest on Gesicki. 
Dalton Schultz balled out at the end of last year for the Cowboys. So they all get tagged. So there's three options off the board for um, Titans when it comes to tight ends. But here are the guys that are left. I'm going to get y'all's thoughts on these, and I'll go down the list. Name a guy or two, because I do think this is a class that the Titans, you could see the Titans get two guys out of this. Zach Ertz, Rob Gronkowski, Evan Ingram, Robert Tanyan, Eric Ebron, Tyler Conklin, C.J. Uzoma, Gerald Everett, Hayden Hurst, O.J. Howard, and Jared Cook. Bring Cookie back. Kyle Oops. Rudolph and Jimmy Graham. What do y'all think about those guys? I can uh, see Kyle Rudolph as a, as a veteran fit. Yeah, I would like Ertz. Um, I'd like I Ertz. Would, I, don't know, I don't know if I'd want to pay him the kind of money that he's probably going to no, get paid. No, I agree, but you're going to – there just there just needs to be a solid pass catching tight end that can stretch the field, and I don't know at, at his age, Rudolph is a good tight end. I would still take him one hundred percent, but I don't know if he's going to stretch the field like the Titans would need him to. Uh, Harold Evan, Andrew gets twenty point twenty twenty point two in year one of his new five year deal. Man, so two more than what the tag would have been. Interesting. So. Maybe the, maybe the numbers go down from there, but sorry yeah. to interrupt you, Chris. I bet, I bet a lot of that signing bonus, though, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I, I, I'm excited to see the, the breakdown from over the cap spot track. What were um, you saying about the tight ends? Uh, Evan Ingram interests me. Me too, truly. Harold, yeah. uh, Evan Ingram was a stud out of Ole Miss. Um, just has never really panned out with the Giants at all. But he's also with the Giants. It's very true. Who he's, really, had, I mean, he's either had hand issues or he's been hurt. He's and, never and really come at, to his own. Look at how much turnover on that coaching staff they've had since he's been there. A lot. Ingram interests me. Guys, O.J. Howard interests me. Am I crazy? Me too. That? Me too. I mean, you that's know? two guys that really haven't put it together quite like we thought they would as, on a cheap as pros. But... Man, just give I mean, me Gronk. I'm fine with Gronk. I don't care could how old go, he is. I'm fine. Could you go Sorry, wrong Chris. signing signing Gronk and OJ Howard? No, just not take at all. The, take the Bucks tight end. No, court. no, not at all. Because you got a good pass catching, good scheming in Gronk, and the same thing obviously with with OJ. To me, I think a guy who uh, is very underrated when it comes to tight ends, Robert Tanyan. I think Rodgers has utilized him very well in the last few years in Green Bay. Made Robert Tanyan a, a, a household name. He's kind of a poor man's kittle. In a way, yeah. I've been seeing our, our friend Rhett Bryan uh, tweet a lot about Tyler Conklin. Uh, Tyler, mm-hmm. uh, Rhett, and uh, Mickey Ryan have ta- tweeted a little bit about Tyler Conklin. I don't know enough about him. I know he's played for the Vikings for a couple of years. Um, but that's a guy as well that um, will be looking for a contract. And then I know as well uh, Gerald Everett, a guy I liked out of college. Um Again, he not he won't be back with the Seahawks because Noah Fain just got traded there, so he will definitely walk. Um, but Gerald Effort, athletic tight end, reminds me a little bit of Jonu in a sense. I don't think there's any way that Cincinnati lets CJ Uzoma leave. I don't think so either. He's so, also and I, I mean, and honestly it, too, at, at, at sorry, Chris, go ahead. He's a guy we haven't heard a lot about over the years, but I mean, he's already 29, which is so. crazy. So he's – I mean, he's probably looking for his last payday. You know what I mean? And at this point, too, man, I'm just – I'm a I'm a fairly hard pass on Jimmy Graham. I have been for about three, four years now. I'm surprised Jimmy Graham is not retired. Why is he still playing football? I, dude, seriously. 
He, but he hasn't been the same since like his second year in Seattle. And here's the thing: look, Jared Cook has still he's I mean he's a free agent year after year, but he's getting signed and being productive everywhere he goes. So, oh, Jared Cook is how old now? What's your guess on Jared Cook? I'm gonna say 37. I just looked. He's oh, don't tell me. 34. Wow. 30, oh. um, um, he's 34.9, so almost 35 according he'll to this Yeah, He'll be 35 next month. I'll bring Cookie back. It feels like uh, two decades ago that he, the Titans drafted him. It does. And that was back in the old regime where uh, Titans did not re-sign their own players. So – Going to be interesting. I really wish David and Joku did not get tagged. I was all head over heels about him. I've got a, I've got another tight end name for you. What about Max Williams from the from the Raiders? I mean, from uh, Cardinals. Cardinals didn't really use their tight ends a lot, so you didn't really hear yeah, a whole lot about Max tough, Williams. It's tough to really know much about them. But dude, what about Morali Cox? Eh. Yeah, they're they're going to have to hang on to him since. Uh, Doyle retired. The, the Titans killer retired. <laughs> I think Max Williams is somebody, Chris, like I said, that you sign a couple guys. Max Williams probably like the second guy. He's not your home run tied in. He's your, he's your tied in one by any means. Um, I don't I don't know if any of the tight ends who were on the roster last year are on the roster next year. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think they bring any of them back. I don't think so either. If they do, I mean, we've already, we've already talked about Michael Pruitt. They didn't really look like they wanted him around anyway last year because they let him walk uh, and then brought him back. Jeff Swain, nothing special. Ferks was a, a disappointment, I think is the best word you can use. Um, I don't see anyone coming back. If they bring anybody Swain, back, Swain's the most likely, I would say. I saw Tommy Hudson for special I was, teams. I was going to say that. Hudson could be bad, yeah. I, it's, is he a free agent? I know he ended the season on IR, so I don't know if he's actually a free agent or not. But it's interesting. Uh, I, th- I think there could be a full full room turnover in the tight end room. I think so as well. Free agency starts March 16th, so uh, next, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm excited. And the thing is, you always hear about reports the day of, the day before, um, of what's going to happen. Deals are kind of already being made. Some, and the thing about the combine, the combine is like the, the best place for these deals to get done. Um, trades to happen, things like that. So, you know, agents are there, GMs are there, scouts are there, coaches are there, and they're already talking about things. So deals are getting done already. Contracts are, are you know, penciled in but not pinned to paper yet. So – Next week's gonna be fun, and that's the I we talked about NBA trade deadline, MLB trade deadline, like NFL free agency. The beginning, the first couple of days, it's great because you're you're checking nonstop. Rappaport's tweet, Schefter's tweet, Tom Pelissero are all tweeting things left and right. And guys getting deals, so I enjoy that time as well. Um, I want to also mention, like I said, the combine. We just talked about that. Anybody I – mean, do you guys watch the combine at all? Not yeah. as much as I wanted to. I don't either. I have, a, I have a streaming service, and they don't have NFL Network yet, so I was not able to watch it. I kept up with it a lot on Twitter um, and whatnot. Let's talk about for a second the clock being broke. 
I mean, they got so many 40 times wrong. What was up with that? It's never happened before, I don't think. Dude, seriously. I mean, we were getting tweets about four two ones, four oh nines. And really. then they'd register and be like four three fives. Yeah, like it was so off. Which is still fast as as right. I'll get out. But right. Um yeah, I mean there was this I, it it ended up being like the fastest uh combine for like six different skill positions or something. Uh this is a athletic group of players in this draft for sure. Super fast. Yeah. Really fast. fast. Really fast group. Um while we're, the whole wide receiver room is just insanely fast, I think, this year. Another 40 record was broken. Uh Kalen Barnes at a Baylor, a cornerback at a 4-2-3. Uh so CJ's record was broke again. I still don't consider that John Ross one uh, legit. I don't think I, so either. I think the clock was broken then as well. So but Kalen Barnes had a four two three, so that was legit. I think maybe, yeah. The clock might have been broke for that one too. That was the official one, but I still think CJ holds the record for that. One of the guys we've talked a little bit about uh, looked his run looked faster than anybody's to me uh, when I watched it, and that was Calvin Austin uh, yeah. out of Memphis. Uh, that dude, I mean, that dude looks like a bolt of lightning when he runs. His his forty yard time ended up being a four three two. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't know how legitimate some of those times were because he looked by far the fastest person out there. I mean, a lot of these top receivers that are are set to go really high all ran really well. Yeah, and that's good for them. Uh, Garrett Wilson had a four three eight, Chris Olave four three nine, even guys like Sky Moore four four one, Jahan Dotson four four three, and even you know Traylon Burks, a guy that you know. Is, Probably gonna go first round. He's a four five five. He's not the fastest guy, but he's physical. Uh, you're not you're not getting it for his speed. And four five five is still faster than a lot of cornerbacks in this league. This guy will still mm-hmm. get a lot of cornerbacks and safeties. So four five five is still gonna make him some money, and uh, I think he'll go first round still. David Bell was disappointing at four six five. That's like a speedster guy out of Purdue. Um, but yeah, you're right, Chris. Calvin Austin thinks he's a bona fide stud. Um, Maybe even a special teams guy, returner. Yeah. Uh, Velas Jones out of Tennessee. I'm interested in him as a returner for the Titans. Four three yeah. one. He ran. Uh, I saw something on Twitter about he has an existing relationship with AJ Brown too. I don't know if they're boys or or what that was from. I I need to go back and try to find that tweet. But yeah, so there may be something there too. You think? Uh, I think AJ would be a good guy to have in the in the the war room the, the night of the draft. What do you think? Oh yeah, sitting there, sitting there talking to to Vrabel and um, just hyping uh, everybody up. John, yeah. Oh, get my guy, get my guy Velas. Come on, Braves. Get he would have said that last year about Elijah Moore. Exactly. He would have. Uh, here's the here's what you're talking about, Chris. Uh, it is a article from Adam Sparks of the Knoxville News Sentinel. Uh, this is from Velas. Me and AJ know each other. We played each other in the Mississippi Alabama High School All Star Game, uh, and you know Julio is a backcomb guy from Mobile, Alabama. So that would be amazing just to talk to those guys and knowledge to add to my game. I'd think I'd fit in great. I think you would too. Yeah, fourth year. Fourth to joke about too. Oof. That's fast forty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Titans need some speed on offense, and they need to add guys like that. 
They tried with Taewon Taylor. That didn't work. They tried with Trey McBride. That didn't work. <laughs> they tried with Tyrone Calico in the mid 2000s. <laughs> it should have worked if it wasn't for injuries. They're trying to make it work with this Fitzpatrick, and he's not nearly as fast as these guys. No. Oh, that's why they got Racy McMath, though. Mm, that's why. Racy. Uh, but I do want to ask you guys, I mean, now that you post combines out over, just the, let's say the Titans stick at 26. They don't move. And we'll talk about that later on down the road, closer to time after free agency, all this kind of stuff ends. And we talk more about the draft. Um, player in particular, position in particular, you think the Titans should draft at 26? Position, uh, either receiver or O line. I know O line's boring, but it's needed. Um, a player I that I, I think it's easily one of those two positions wide receiver yeah. or offensive offense line. Or a player I mean, if, they, if they fall in love with a quarterback, maybe. I, I don't think that's going to be the case. So oh, I think Chris, Chris, don't do that. Yeah. I, I think quarterback in the third, probably. I think it's Malik Willis receiver, is somebody that line. I like a lot more after watching the combine. Man, I, I will say that's one of, the, one of the things I was going to bring up. Bring up the combine made me kind of fall in love with Malik Willis. Watching some of those throws he made, man, and hearing yeah. him speak to the media. Yeah, Real I mean, good. he see, he really seemed like the total baggage. He did. He really did. So I'm looking at Jim Wyatt's latest article about mock draft 3.0, and it's just an article from all analysts, writers uh, that have done their mock drafts, and just a, a centralized place to kind of see who they picked for the Titans and, and drafted. Um, six picked wide receiver, eight picked offensive line, Five picked edge rusher or not now, which is that's that's off the table now, correct. Um, a few picked linebacker, a couple picked tight end. And here's the thing the crazy thing about this the linebacker, it's all one player, and this player bona fide stud, but I still don't think I think I think we talk more about this position after we find out what they do in free agency, and it's linebacker, N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia. Yep. N'Kobe Dean's a, probably the best defensive linebacker in the draft. But you got to think – you got to think they're going to hang on to Cunningham. You would pray they held on to Cunningham. I mean, I think there's probably a re- reworked contract, something. But he's just too much of a perfect fit at linebacker for this, this defense. Dude, yes. Bro, you throw him and Monty Rice in there, I'm A-OK, I think, after seeing the way Monty played some games last year. I think uh, I think they probably want to just keep this defense together as best as possible. We've talked about Jenkins is probably gone, so that's probably your only starter that's gone next year. Um, yep. Because you're if, as long as they hang on to Cunningham, everybody else is still intact. Farley should be the other starting outside corner. So it's, I mean, you're obviously replacing within, within with a first round pick. So, I mean, I think that's their goal is to keep the D all together. I'll be honest. I'll be hot if they draft linebacker. I don't think that's a position they need right now. I think they need to go off the side of the ball. And I think it's just, I think it's wide receiver or nothing. I think you have to do it. Um, and I get offensive line is such a big need right now. Uh, there's rumors of uh, another, Jim White article says that he thinks that there will be two starters gone this offseason. 
Um, don't know, you know, you can kind of, there's only five of them, so you can kind of guess who, the, who, the, who they are. Um, but obviously, offensive line's a, a, a big need, and, you know, we took a first-round tackle a few years back, and that never panned out. I mean, if you if, – if this front office drafts an offensive lineman, it has to be a hit. Has it has to. to be a hit. It has to be a hit, like, without question. Some of the guys that stick out in these in these mock drafts, especially a little bit at the end of round one, Tyler Linderbaum, he's a center from Iowa. If you ask everybody, he's the best center in his class and a, a I, stud. I've actually seen him compared to Ben Jones uh, from, like, an attitude and, like, tenacity standpoint. Sure. Um, another one is Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. I think he's a versatile guy, plays inside and out. Um, and then Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M. I know he's got a lot of love, and I watched him a few times with A&M games. So yeah. it'll be interesting. But I think no matter what, I think he's wide receiver, half a goal receiver. And I think you go if he's there, Jamison Williams. If not, Chris Olave. And y'all know me. I love yeah. I love John Mitchie, but I, I don't think you can take John Mitchie in the first round. You think Mitchie's still there in the third? Oh, that'd be interesting. No, I don't think so. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Would love, I mean, I mean, love, if they, if let's say they took Jamison Williams in the first and Mitchie's still sitting there in the third, do you double dip? Yes. I think so, too. Yes. I told <laughs> you. I, 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 this, with Julio gone after this season, you won't have a, tw- a true wide receiver two um, in 2023. you got to find somebody in this draft to be that. I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Jameson Williams, if it's Mechie, if it's Drake London, if it's Olave, Garrett Wilson. I don't know who they like. Um, but you got to hit on a wide receiver in this draft. You can't expect to – hope one of these guys fall to you in the third round or take a fourth-round wide receiver like Des Fitzpatrick, and it's a project. Because look what that did for you this year. You're in a hole. Imagine if they if they don't take um, Dylan Radins last year and then take a receiver there. Um, so It's hard not to look back and wonder what the offense would have looked like with Elijah Moore. Seriously. 100%. Seriously. Terrace Marshall, somebody like that. Yeah. So, who knows? Um, we'll talk about that more in this next coming weeks. I'm excited about that. Draft time's almost here. Um, last thing I want to end on, Chris, you mentioned earlier, uh, Jeffrey Simmons' his fifth-year option. The number came out for it, 10.7 mil. This is a no-brainer, right? No-brainer, okay. without question. I mean, uh, uh, the – I would pay Jeffrey Simmons more than I'd pay Harold Landry. Yes. 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 100%. I think I, I truly believe that Jeffrey Simmons is the next Aaron Donald. I mean, man. I think so, too. I think, I think Jeffrey Simmons is a guy we could talk about in a decade that it, it's time to retire 98. I think he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a it's it, that sh, that will probably be the easiest decision John Robinson's ever made, is to pick up that fifth year option. And it'll be nice to see a first round Titans pick get the fifth year option. Yeah, has not happened under uh, John Robinson. So, yeah, I think it's a well, well. Dory's got picked up, didn't it? Dory's got picked up, but 
he got released. You're right. Yeah. Forgot about him. True, 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 true. It'll be interesting. I'm excited for it. We got a lot of good stuff coming. Can we uh, can we pretend that Harold Landry was the first round pick and not Rashawn Evans that year? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we could talk about how they Hey John Robinson up. hits on second round picks. He does. He does, man. We, we could talk about he that. Does. How how uh Harold Landry was a first round pick and got dropped to the second round and they took him there. Yeah, because um, of his ankle. So yeah, that was a good night. Which makes you wonder, uh, does John Robinson internally realize that and is going to trade that the first-round pick back and get more picks? I can so see it. Man, I can so see it. Yeah. There's no way he likes that gap from the first round to the third round that they no. currently have. Mm-mm. No. It'll be interesting. It'll also be weird that if the Titans do trade back, not to have a pick on night one. That hasn't happened in how long? Has it ever happened? Have they ever not had a first round? Oh no, man! I don't know. Yeah, they had. It's it's been like over a decade though. It's been a long time. They traded uh, first for Kevin Carter, didn't they? Back in the day, was it a first? That was, was what? That was o two. Two thousand? What was that? Yeah, it was it was two thousand. It was after the Super Bowl. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at it right now. No first round pick in two thousand one. No first round wow. pick, in, and no first or round 2004. pick in two thousand four. And they've had one ever since. It's been a long time. Interesting. Seriously, I they didn't who, have a first round who pick. Who was the two thousand four? Wonder who the two thousand four trade so, was. Oh five was Pac Man. Oh four. I don't know, man. Wouldn't O three? I don't know why we wouldn't have had one that year. O three. O three was O three was Andre Wolfork. Andre Wolfork. Wow. A DB. Seahawks um, released Bobby Wagner. Breaking news yep. on podcast. Yeah. We need like a we need an air horn, Chris. Yeah, man. Total rebuild for the Seahawks. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Sign- so. It, there was no there was no first round pick in two thousand four because they traded back into the second uh, to the Texans and got um sorry thought you had it Ben Troop with the second round pick oh tight who did the Texans get in the first round Jason Babin who ended up being a Titan down the road. yeah okay signed Bobby Wagner signed Amari Cooper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And and so that's that's one thing I did want to bring up to you guys. What do you think the fallout of this Russell Wilson trade is going to be? Like, I've already seen tweets that they're open to trading Tyler Lockett. Oh yeah, like, they will. They they would definitely be open for what's it. What's the the fallout going to be? Is that is that roster just going to be decimated now? Bobby Wagner's gone. DK's just going to be the guy who kind of stays there until his contract's up. Lockett, you can still trade. You can get value for Tyler Lockett right now. Yes, you can. Yeah. Yes, you can. Even DK, if they chose a good dude to do that, but I don't see how they Man, would. Man, if you go to DK, too, that's a, just a complete just bomb. It kind of, on kind of depends on what their, their rebuild plan is, right? I mean, they're rebuilding. I mean, Pete Carroll's got to retire this year, right? Remember all those years, Pete Brandon Cooks? You would trade Brandon Cooks just for a first-round pick, and that was it. Straight up. I th- Tyler Lockett, to me, is that kind of guy. You get yes. you trade first for Tyler Lockett. Just a, that's all. Straight up. Just straight up. I think he'll, that's fair. he'll be productive for you. 
Because he's going to have at least three games a year where he goes six catches for 230 yards. I try to draft Tyler Lockett every year in fantasy. He has won me a lot of leagues and games. Dude, he's due, he's due for like five 35-point games a season in fantasy. You don't know when it's going to come, but it's going to happen. The quarterback has been the thing for him. It was Russell Wilson. That matters where he goes. Yeah. They can't afford him in Denver, though, with the, with the receiving core they already got. No. So that that's that's something to think about, like drafting Jerry Judy this year, Cortland Sutton, those guys, um, yeah. KJ, KJ Hamler this season. Hamler's nice. He's low-key yeah, he nice. Yeah, he is. All right, two breaking news on the podcast. I don't think we can ever duplicate this podcast now. <laughs> the greatest – the greatest second. The, the historical episode 60. Meant to be. Love it. It's meant to be. All right. For Brett Basher, for Chris Carter, my name is Austin Nelson. Again, we appreciate you listening as always. Get us on Twitter at Second and Victory. Subscribe. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcast. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.